Hello, hello. Welcome to this space with me today. It's been a while since I recorded a podcast or a video or put anything out. And I just want to say thank you for being here today as I share this message. So this is going to be just a little bit of a, a mixed bag of things. Um, I'm going to share a few updates of my own. Um, I have some cards I'm going to pull. I'm going to do a little oracle reading with this deck. This deck is calling um, for everyone who receives this uh, message, who watches this or listens to this. Um, so if you're listening, it's the Keepers of the Light Oracle. <laughs> um, and I'm also just going to you know, I'm going to leave the channel open, see what wants to come through and just kind of hang out on here for a little bit. Um, so let me start by reintroducing myself. If you're new here, welcome. If you have been here before, welcome back. My name is Shannon. I am a womb shaman. I am a Celtic trained shamanic practitioner, and I am trained also just in contemporary shamanism, which is essentially learning shamanic practices and how to make them relevant in today's world, because we no longer live in the same kind of societies that we lived in when shamanic practices were created and birthed. And so therefore we have to work with them differently with, with shamanic practices differently than we would have, you know, 5,000 years ago or however long ago, you know, I'm just, I'm bringing out random numbers. Okay. So, um, I have been doing this work for about three and a half years. Uh, I got started from a really incredible healing experience that I had from Lyme disease, which is something I had for, uh, the majority of my life up until my early twenties. And I was brought into initiated into the Akashic field and then found it a teacher and did a shamanic apprenticeship. And after my apprenticeship ended, I continued to study star shamanic work and um, apprentice in a star sense. So really learning the cosmic, like the really deep cosmic aspects of shamanic work. So I've been trained to work in dimensions and planets and um, other places within the universe that most people don't even know exist. Um, and it's not very many people are trained in that kind of work. And so that was, that's been honestly amazing and, and really, really shifted a huge part of my life and really should like really been important in how I show up right. Um, in my work. And then I went through what I, what my guides refer to refers to as my, um, spirit, shamanic apprenticeship where my guides brought me through a nine month initiation themselves without the help of a teacher, um, our physical teacher, where they brought me deep into um, initiation into the shamanic arts. And then at the end of that, they invited me to really start teaching. And so I've taught a few apprentices at this point. I am in the middle of teaching an apprenticeship and I am 
also now opening um, a womb school where I am really teaching shamanic womb arts in the womb school to those who want to learn. You don't have to be, you know, apprenticing or wanting to become a shaman yourself or a shamanic practitioner yourself. It is a place to really learn the, the shamanic womb arts. And so that's who I am. Um, that's who, that's what my work is. Um, and that's what I'm here doing on this earth. I am here to share and and teach on the shamanic way of living and the the womb centered ways of living specifically the womb is incredibly pivotal and central to my body of work and to how i work in the in the world and with my clients um everything starts from the womb the womb is our central sun and within our body it is our central guiding point and so if we don't work with the womb first then we are literally ignoring the the most powerful part of our body that has all the answers that we need we just need to listen to it um so so i also i also do this work because the one of the biggest messages i've been getting for years as i went through all this training you know got more and more proficient in all of my work is that the womb is our greatest source of healing it is where our healing is going to come from as a collective is from the womb space um we're not going to you know heal the earth heal ourselves heal our collective unless we heal our relationship to our womb that is so 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 important and so i work with the womb and work with healing that relationship because that is where I have studied that is my area of expertise and honestly it's where i've been asked by spirit to to share and study and help others so that's who i am i do have a little bit of a cold so apologies i'm going to sniffle a little bit um as i do this as i talk as i share so i am um i'm coming on today wanting to share wanting to share a few things of my own so i'm going to share some of my updates and then i'm going to um pull some of these cards because I definitely am hearing the call. So I'm just going to shuffle as I share. Um, and before I start sharing, I'm just going to call in our guides, our elements, and ask for this space to be held open in a loving, beautiful energy, asking for only messages of the highest good and light to come through for the collective of anyone who is receiving this message from me right now, asking for the messages that will serve our highest collective good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And just protecting this space, keeping it in safe, beautiful energy. Thank you, thank you. Okay, beautiful. So it is. Okay, so um, let's see. I wanted to come on and share, share some really potent energetic updates I've been going through. So... I've been in a really, really interesting period for about a year and a half. Um, I've talked about this before on past podcast episodes, you know, parts of the story. So I'm not going to go deep into it. Um, I'm just going to briefly summarize that um, in April, May of 2022, I came in contact with um, some medicine people um, in Arizona who are um, native medicine um, indigenous medicine people and they really connect I, I allowed them I definitely allowed them to do this but I didn't realize what they were going to do I thought they were going to teach me and what they did was they ended up coming into my energy field and really messing up my timelines messing up my uh, you know everything and and it led to some really really traumatic experiences for me 
And so all of this kind of happened between the end of April and the end of June of 2022. So two months of really um, a big upheaval and some, some really devastating traumatic experiences that then led it to, um, to a long period of trying to figure out what was happening. Um, doing a lot of spiritual work, a lot of shamanic work to heal myself and then ending up um, realizing that I also needed to do, to work with a therapist and do some mental health work because I don't think that, that any one modality does everything for us. Um, so I went into a state of really deep burnout. Um, I stopped taking clients for a while. Um, I really just kind of slowed down and stopped. And then in March of this year, March 1st, literally, um, my car got T-boned and it was totaled and it was a whole thing. And, um, and the shock of that and all the things that unraveled from it, um, I started my Saturn return also within that week, <laughs> um, cause my Saturn is in Pisces. So my Saturn return started in March of 2023. Um, I went into a, a kind of mental like crisis, honestly. Um, I stepped back even more from my work. Really the majority of my work was my apprentices um, that I was teaching. And that was really like the only capacity I had was to teach my apprentices and then to come back into myself. And that honestly was lovely. I really, really glad I had the teaching I was doing at the time already being in those apprenticeship containers because I love teaching shamanic work. And so it really helped ground me because I ended up going into some really deep, several months of really, really deep trauma therapy, um, working with uh, PTSD, with complex PTSD from childhood, PTSD from the last year, um, really, really going into some deep, deep, deep stuff. And um and it was, I mean, it was hard. I went through, I like looked at traumatic memories from my life that some of them I knew about and had worked on already. And then I just went into a deeper layer and some of them I had, I honestly hadn't remembered. Like I had a lot of repressed memories, which I knew I had um, on a sort of certain level, but I didn't think that they were um, as big as they were. And so I had a lot of repression that I was dealing with that, that was like shaken up by that car accident and all of the events prior to it. And, um, and it really, it was really hard, um, obviously. And I've talked about that before, um, but what has been really interesting is the period of coming out of it. So in August, I finished my trauma therapy and my therapist like graduated me and was like, I don't want to see you anymore. Um, at least for like a month or two. Um, and I haven't, I haven't gone, I haven't had an appointment since then because I've felt like I needed it, which is amazing. Um, but I had this beautiful, huge experience of realizing that I had been choosing to live under a dark cloud of trauma. Um, and you know, for a while it hadn't been a choice because I didn't even know how much of it was there, but then it was, it was a choice because I realized what was there. I did the work, um, to finish it. And really trauma therapy to me felt like integration of the years and years of spiritual work I've 
I was doing, I had done, you know, up until that point, which is why at this point, you know, I've always loved when people work with me and they work with a therapist at the same time. And at this point I can really see even more deeply why that's so important because that's how we integrate spiritual work the fastest is if we are also working with the mental, right. And, um, and there are aspects of that, that I've started to learn how to bring into my work from this whole journey, but I'm, I'm not a therapist and I never, never will be. Um, so I had this realization that I was like living under this dark cloud and I made the decision to step out of it. And I felt, you know, I stepped out of it, felt that shift really can still see, I can like, I mean, the further away I get from having made that decision, it's been about two months, two and a half months now, um, God, closer to three, actually, because it was closer to the beginning of August and so it's November. Um, I can see how far away I've gotten from that black cloud. And it's really, really cool. Um, so that, I, I came into that realization, made that shift. But then the thing that has been really, really interesting is watching as I have experiencing, I mean, I'm not just watching, I'm literally experiencing this in real time, um, as I have been feeling more and more ready to step back into the business that I created and that I want to use as my vehicle to share my work with the world. So, um, it's been, it's been a hard kind of place to navigate because really what happened when all, with all of this was the realization of, okay, you know, I can't keep doing things in this, in certain ways, like things need to shift in some senses of how I offer my gifts to the world and how I offer my service. But also, um, I, I've had a lot of like inner stuff to work on. Um, like there's the whole aspect of just working through the traumatic events and the PTSD and stuff like that. But then there's the aspect of, um, stepping back out into the world and sharing. And, um, and we just went through a big eclipse season, um, which you're all probably aware of if you're here. Um, we had an eclipse, two eclipses in October, one on the 14th of October, one on the 28th. And those were really pivotal for me. On the 14th, um, that eclipse, I was running a retreat with Taja, who has done a lot of these podcast videos with me um, in the past. So you may know her if you've been in this space for a while. Um, we were running a, a retreat and it was it was such an interesting experience. It was a really beautiful group of women that we had with us. I mean, very potent energy. We were on a, an eclipse, you know, it was a solar eclipse in Libra. Um, it also was really hard. We had some energy that was really draining. Um, we had some, um, especially as facilitators, we dealt with with some really, really draining energy there um, from a certain aspect of, of the retreat. And, um, that really indicated to me a place of, okay, this is something that doesn't, doesn't work anymore. You know, I'm no longer available for this because it's, um, it's something I would have been available for at the beginning of my journey offering work because I was still working on my own trauma bonding patterns. And so I'd have been like, okay, let me help. I can do this. Um, I can help with this trauma and the, the, all the stuff. Right. And, um, realizing with that retreat, 
yeah, I can't, I'm not, I'm not available for it because I've, I'm not, I'm not available to be in that space anymore. I'm not, I'm not living in that same place of save me. Um, and it really, um, so that eclipse really showed me, okay, here's some places to work on my own. You know, where else, where else am I holding on to victimhood in my body and my energy field and my anything? Because if we're having that reflected to us outside of us, then there's something inside of us that is calling that reflection forward. Right. So I got to reflect on my victim statuses. Where was I, where was I holding on to victimhood? Um, and then the second eclipse was, um, in Taurus, it ended a big eclipse cycle and my whole like journey with the trauma that I was working through the last year, um, started with the Taurus eclipses started in November of 2021. That's when a lot of repressed memories came through. And then things just kind of snowballed from there to the spring of 2022, when the traumatic events happened that put me into a state where like, I had to deal with all of the repression that like, I didn't even know had existed until November of 2021. Um, and so there was a big ending there for me of like, okay, I have looked at this. I've done the work. I'm, I'm finished with it. And I really felt this like I'm finished. Right. And so then since, since that eclipse, the integration of that eclipse has really been, and why I'm sharing this is because what I've realized is I've been hiding. I've been hiding for, for a year and a half. Um, I have been acting like I wasn't hiding. You know, I've launched things. I've been on social media. I've shared podcasts and YouTube videos and all this stuff. Um, I have been showing up on certain levels, but energetically I've been hiding because, um, that everything that happened has been so big, so big. Um, and it's something that I have, I really dealt with 95% of it by myself. Um, I lost a lot of friends and support system in the last two years. Um, a lot of people have fallen out of my life because, um, I've gotten a lot better at boundaries and setting my needs and like not being taken advantage of, <laughs> which is a huge, you know, compiled in with all of the things that have happened and all the things that have come up. And that caused a lot of people, like some people who are incredibly important to me to drop off because, I was only important to them. I learned insofar as how much they could use me, honestly. Um, I had several, like several friendships that that happened with. Um, so a lot of my processing work support has just been internal, been, been by myself. Um, and that's a very isolating feeling. And I know many of you might be able to um, relate to that. Very, very isolating feeling. And it was also something where like, um, I, it was something I had to do by myself. Um, I know I had the support system of like my therapist. I had my shamanic teacher I could reach out to, but a lot of it had to be done by myself. It was an initiation into a deeper layer of being able to teach shamanic work of being initiated into teacher mode and also of being initiated into the womb work um, to be able to teach it fully. Cause I've been working on this womb work for years, but this was my initiation into here's your ability to teach this and really spread it into the world. Um, and so a lot of it had to be done by myself, which is um, not something I actually recommend to most people. And I don't think it's actually true for, for most people. And in most cases, it hasn't actually been true for me that I had to do things by myself. I've, I've had a lot of, of support that I've worked with before to go through things, but this was um, 
like I, I stopped resonating with a lot of people in my life. There are people that I kind of pulled away from that I have now been able to come back into communion and, and friendship with, but that I needed to connect, disconnect from during these time periods so that I could like really deeply get into what is my truth and who am I and what am I doing and what is it that needs to shift in my life and in my being and in everything. Um, and I couldn't do it with people in my life. You know, there are some people that I just like needed a break from and I'm sure it was mutual. We just needed to like take some space um, so that I could go really internal. So I've been in this really deep, I would call it a deep feminine underworld for, I was there for like a year and a half, um, two years almost. And the rising out um, has been peppered with these realizations of, you know, oh, I need boundaries here. I need this here and that here and blah, blah, blah. And then the, the biggest one is that, well, I've been hiding so, so much, hiding so much, not really sharing um, my emotions, not sharing really what's going on, um, showing up. And I have held so much space in other, in my containers in the last two years for other people's emotions and their grief and their trauma. Um, and not really allowed much space to be held for mine. I mean, obviously my containers, I don't need my clients holding space for that for me, but I mean, like in my life, um, haven't really held much space for it to be heard or seen or acknowledged. Um, and it's because I've been hiding, right? And I have been sharing more and more with the people that I need to. Um, and that's that's a release of the hiding. I've been hiding in my body. Um, something that was very difficult for me to realize, um, uh, but that I realized in the last few months, uh, last couple of months, is that <sighs> through this whole last couple of years of deep trauma healing, I have I had I was grounded in my body. So I wasn't disconnected from my body as she was feeling, but I was disconnected from how I was treating my body. And I put on weight that is not something my body feels good with, right? Some people, um, I don't, I don't want to say having, putting on weight is a bad thing. Cause for some people it's, it feels good. Um, and, and their body needs it. But for me, it was, a no, I don't, I didn't need it. Um, and it's not where my body is healthy or happy or feels good. And, um, the more, the more I delved into the hurt and pain, um, I became aware of like, I had to become aware of my emotional eating patterns, um, how I was using that to soothe because I didn't have a lot of other emotional outlets. So food was my outlet. Um, and then I was also holding space for other people's emotional, I was being other people's emotional outlet without, without a lot of that good space for myself. Um, and so it led to me not like not feeling right in my body. And that's something that I am actively in the process of shifting at the moment. And, and it's, you know, it takes time. It takes time to shift things. It's also actually going really fast in a really cool way because I, a lot of, um, the, you know, the weight my body put on was very emotional and the emotions have been worked with and released. And so, um, I'm seeing my body shift really, really fast, which is really cool. Um, which is something I always knew was possible. Um, I've, I, you know, uh, logically, not logically, spiritually, energetically, I've known for a long time that it's really possible to shift things, um, shift our body, shift our, our image, all this kind of stuff, um, just by working, you know, but once we get the emotional, spiritual work done, the physical shifts with us, um, and it just takes time, right? And uh, I'm at a place finally where 
I don't have to keep shifting all this huge stuff internally. So externally I'm getting to shift. Um, I've been, so I've been hiding in my, in my body. I've been hiding in my emotions. Um, I haven't, I've felt, um, disconnected from my purpose for a while. I don't anymore. I feel connection again, but for a long time I was feeling disconnected. Um, and really what was beautiful to me was holding the retreat, um, just under a month ago and seeing, um, getting the reminder of how much the work that I do has helped other people. Cause a lot of the people who came are people who have worked with, who worked with me at the beginning of my work um, or have worked with me for a while and been with me in this transformation. And um, it was so beautiful for me to hear and really humbling and, and so full of gratitude to hear how much my work has impacted and how much I've helped with the space I hold and the things I teach, even while being in these really dark places myself, I've still been able to positively impact other people this whole time, um, really help. And I, and that just like, that made me feel so honored and blessed and also so inspired for my, for, you know, wow, I've gotten, I was able to do a lot of that from a place of deep darkness in myself, deep healing and, um, like a big, hard period of my own. And now that I'm, I've come out of that and I'm coming back into a new version of empowered self without all of the baggage. Um, I'm so excited to see the work that I can facilitate and hold space for now that I have more space for it. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. Right. And that was a really, really cool to, to, connect into with this retreat and um that that we held in October so I'm sharing this not because I want to relive you know the stuff I went through or even not even that I want to be validated at any in any place of like oh you you know, you went through a lot. You've done so great. Like, I don't need that. And, and that's, that's, you know, lovely, but that's not the point because that's, that would be coming at this from a victim place still of like, I need to be validated in this. And, and that's really the thing is like, I have something I've, I've, one of the reasons I've been, you know, hiding and not sharing as much is because I haven't wanted to show up in this victim state. Um, and even unconsciously, because it's been, I mean, the last few months I've been working on unconscious victim patterns. Um, I haven't consciously been thinking, oh, I'm a victim. You know, for a while I did, after all the things that happened, I definitely felt victimized, um, rightly so, honestly. Victimization has a place, like we're allowed to feel it. And it's a good thing to allow yourself to feel in certain circumstances. It's just like, don't live from it, right? And that's been a huge part of my message and my teachings for so long. And um, I have been working on and struggling, honestly, to figure out how to share what I want to share and continue to show up and all this stuff without accidentally or unintentionally sharing things that sounded like I was a victim or like I was living in, like inviting in victim mentality um, to spaces because it just, I, I'm not. Um, and I don't, and I don't think it's healthy to do that. And um and I don't want to perpetuate it for myself, let alone anyone that I'm working with, right? Because it doesn't help us grow. And um, so now I'm sharing this today because it's I'm sharing it from a place where I feel really empowered, empowered in what I'm sharing. 
Um, I don't feel like a victim to circumstances. I don't feel, um, I don't feel anything really, except for I fucking did it. You know, I did it. It's done. Like, ah, I did it. Like, that's how I feel. And here I am. And I'm so proud of that. Um, because I think this is where I want to bring this message. I think full circle is like, it's so easy for us to victimize ourselves. And I, I've done it for a year and a half, you know, off and on in different, all these different ways. Um, victimizing what I, myself for what I went through and like, it's okay. I'm allowed, you know, I'm allowed to emotionally eat, you know, for example, I'm allowed to not want to work with anybody and just want to like be in bed. I mean, and I'm so lucky that I had the support, you know, financially and energetically and all in all ways to be able to take so much time off, honestly. Um, hugely lucky um, and hugely fortunate for that. But like it, it came from a place of not even realizing how much I was victimizing myself. Um, and, and I'm sharing this because I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm, 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 done, I'm done with it. I'm over. I don't need to, because here's the thing. I, I've had this thought go back and forth in my head and I haven't even actually fully put into words. Um, I haven't given it words. I've just not felt the feeling of, I, I may have lost it. I may have lost who I am. I may have lost how I can do this work. I may have lost it. I may have lost my ability to show up and, and really work with people and help them in the way that I thought, you know, that I used to. And the, the, the truth is I haven't lost it. I just haven't been expressing it to the world because I have been scared of it. I've been hiding from it because the depth of what the fires that I just have walked through and, and these were emotional, spiritual, physical, there were entities involved in this at certain points. Um, so like some dark, dark energy that I've, I had to work with and clear, um, there were, you know, memories, people like so many, so many aspects of fire that I just walked through. Like I walked through it and I didn't get lost in it really. And in the, in hindsight, the things that happened are things that and I've had this thought before, you know, if I, if I had chosen, I could have, like, there was definitely a choice multiple times to choose to not do the work, the hard, hard work, because God, this has been the hardest work I've ever done. Um, there were times where I realized there's a choice right now. I could choose not to do this and just go back and hide. And it would, I mean, it would, it would derail my entire life. Like it would be choosing to let my life go. Um, and I've talked about that kind of choice before when I had Lyme disease and I was healing from it and I realized I had a choice to live or to die. And this was like that choice, but honestly, a thousand times harder to make. I mean, the, 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 the healing I had from Lyme disease, the, the work that happened there was so incredible, but it, it was an easy choice to make. I knew I wanted to live. This choice, it meant, it meant choosing to do the, the, the therapy and the, all the healing work and learn the things I did, um, mentally, emotionally, shamanically, all the ways 
meant choosing to, to go into the darkest, hardest things and face them head on completely. Things I hadn't even, I mean, I faced a lot of dark shit in my apprenticeship and this was even more, you know, I didn't even know there was still this stuff, a lot of it. Um, and that was a harder decision to make to do that than to just say, you know what, I don't want to do it. I'm going to let everything unravel and, um, you know, have a mental breakdown and lose everything and, you know, go live on my parents' sofa. I don't know. Like that, that would have been an easier decision than the one I made, which is the opposite of what my Lyme healing was. Like the easier decision was to heal than to continue suffering and dying. And, um, and so that's what I've been hiding from is the fucking power of that decision. That's incredibly powerful. And I haven't, I think there's been a part of me that has avoided saying that because I don't want to come off as egoic, but it's not, it's just truth. Like that's so fucking powerful. There is literally not a part of me that I have not examined. There is not a piece of darkness in my, my psyche, my memories, anything that I haven't taken out, looked at, seen, loved and examined and brought back to light. I mean, that's, that's why, um, for example, my therapist released me from, <laughs> graduated me from therapy. She was like, there, there is nothing left to look at. And even since then I have continued to look at old thought patterns and things which are, are limiting beliefs. They're a form of darkness within us. Sabotage, self-sacrifice, all this stuff. <laughs> I've been shuffling this deck the whole time. And I literally, as I said, self-sabotage, all that stuff, Master Buddha, increased awareness just popped out of the deck. Deep connection, trust your inner voice. I'm not going to read the, the message of the card. It doesn't feel like I need to, but just showing that. Um, yeah, there is nothing that I haven't looked at. And there's nothing that I won't look at because I'm human. I live a life. Things are going to keep happening or showing up. And I, I know how to look at it in a whole different way, which means that what the people I'm working with right now, the clients I'm working with, the, the apprenticeships I'm leading and all that stuff, like I'm getting to show and lead an even deeper layer of and level of healing and embodiment than I ever have before. Because there is no longer any part, any depth of me that I haven't examined or that I am unwilling to examine. Not that I was ever... <laughs> And then Lord Ganesh just popped out infinite abundance. Obstacles are being removed. Spiritual support and connections are increasing. I think that's for anyone watching too. There is nothing that I won't look at, you know, and I wasn't consciously before this all happened, not looking at things. I was pretty consciously looking at things a lot, but there were things that were repressed and buried that I, I didn't have access to. And I know that there's nothing repressed or buried anymore. Um, and, and yeah, just coming back to you, that was the harder decision to make to, to do that work. And 
and I've been hiding thinking that it actually made me weaker. Like there's been this like twisted part of my brain being like, you're weak that you had to do that. You're weak. You know, you've been doing this work for so long. You're weak. But the thing is, I don't believe, you know, we're not in the age of the guru anymore. I'm not a guru. I'm not a spiritual guru. Um, I'm just a teacher. I'm just a human who's done all this training, but I'm still human. And it doesn't make me weaker. That's the thing. And, and, and I know that maybe seems obvious, but it's been, it's been a thing in my brain for a while. Um, why I've been keeping really quiet and not showing up and showing up in the way that I, I want to, or haven't even known how to show up. Um, because that, that voice has been saying, you're so weak that you had to do all this, but I'm not. And I think this is a really good, you know, if you resonate with this, if you've ever felt this, it's a good message for you to remember too. It's not weak to do this kind of stuff. I would never say that to someone I work with because I think it's the people who come work with me are the strongest, most powerful fucking people ever. Um, they come to me and they work with their with their dark and their shadow and they transmute it into this beautiful light. And it's the greatest honor of my life to get to work with that. And I would never think that about someone I work with because I'm always so amazed by the work that they do and the the way they show up. And yeah, I've been thinking that about myself for a long time. Um, and so there's, there is the hiding. I'm not going to show up because I don't know how to, I want to, I've wanted to this whole time, but not known how to, because there's been this deep hiding, hiding from the power of the kind of work that I'm available and able to facilitate now deeper than I've ever been able to before, because I'm, I have gone so deep into the darkest shadows that exist. Because when we go into our personal, we go into collective and I went into a lot of ancestral and collective stuff and all of this too. And that's what I've been hiding from. And so I'm not hiding anymore because it's time to say it, time to own it, time to call forward those who are ready to work with it with me. This womb school that I am enrolling right now this is fucking powerful container. There is nothing in this container that, nothing like this container out there. And this container will take you into those beautiful places of healing and you will be so supported in those depths and also bring you into that beautiful place of like supporting your light. And really that's the point of all of this is to learn how to be in your light because your depths, your shadows aren't holding you back anymore. This work has, this whole womb school was created in the last year as I've gone through all of this because this is literally the work I've been doing with my womb for a year. My womb is so fucking powerful right now. Like, and I've only been using it on myself and for myself. And now I, I get, cause I've been hiding. So I haven't really been putting it outward and now I get to really put it outward. I'm excited to share it in this container so much. <sighs> this is the first big container that I'm opening and holding space for since this huge transformation I've gone through. So this is going to be the first and 
most potent place to connect in with the incredible potency that I have to offer from this work I went through this incredibly deep death period death to so many old things and rebirth into a fucking powerful 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 medicine you know when I met the one of the, the Navajo men that I met in April of 2022 that was a big start of the events that that trigger the PTSD and all the things. Something that he said to me was, you have the capacity, you have the energy, your soul has the calling to be a true medicine woman. You just have to be able to let go of the fear and do it. I'm paraphrasing a little bit because I don't remember his exact words, except that he said, I remember the exact phrase, you have the ability to be a true medicine woman. And he said, not many people do. There's not many people that I see where I would say you could be a true medicine woman. And I thought at the time that he was saying that to me because he was going to lovingly guide and help me to be that medicine woman. Cause he said, I want to help you be a medicine woman. And he ended up energetically playing a part in some of the worst experiences of my entire life. So it wasn't the way that I thought I was going to get help, but it was help because the work that he did, the chaos he caused forced me, did it force? Funny choice of word. Full, I have full responsibility and I had full choice and power gave me the ability to choose to do the work to become that medicine woman or to choose not to do the work and to fade into nothing. And that's, that's again, that choice I was talking about. That was the hardest choice I've ever made because the choice to become a medicine woman in that depth, um, so, so hard. And in many senses, he was one of the greatest teachers I've ever had because what came through from that connection was not what I thought. It was not the loving support teaching I was expecting, but it was so much more and so much better because it initiated me into being able to hold space as a medicine woman, not as a girl, not as a maiden. I feel like I, I was initiated into a, a level of mother energy, powerful wisdom, that I hadn't fully, I hadn't connected into before that. There's one of those, one of those big transitions, rites of passage initiations in my journey within my feminine, my medicine self, my work. And so this womb school, this is a medicine school. This is a, this is the space to come and learn this medicine because I have been initiated into the deepest medicines of the womb, of healing the soul, of seeing the darkness and fucking owning it. And that's what the school is about. It was a 12 month journey through that.
So come join me. Enrollment is scheduled to close at the end of the Salwin portal. So around November 15th. So we can really start diving in deep together. And that's the message. I'm gonna show you the cards that have popped out as I've been shuffling and speaking. First is Lady Nada, Heart Awakening. Awaken to acceptance and divine love. Give and receive in balance. Then we have Cernudos, Life Force. Express your driving passion. Sensual and sexual powers are increased. Fertility of the womb. Look at this. We open the heart. We open the womb and our sexuality. And then green Tara, supreme protection. You are protected. Cords are being cut. Move beyond limitation. Trust. This, this is where we get when we open our heart and we open our sexuality. That's what we're awakening. This school of my work is about. And then Master Jesus, forgiveness. You are on the path of light, love, and forgiveness. Father, healing is possible at this time. And Sanat Kumara, light activation. Shine your light. Your internal guidance is coming through loud and clear. Got some powerful, powerful and masters that came through here. Now I'm going to read all of these. I'm just going to look and see. Okay, part of her message from the book. Um, your heart is opening wide for you to experience divine love. You have an opportunity to overcome past pain, heartbreak, and letdowns. This is a time to cherish and love yourself and allow yourself to be cherished and loved by others. Your relationships are being brought into harmony. Give and receive divine love with yourself and those around you. And I want to read you Sir Munoz too. Life force, him. There's a deep buildup of life force within you now and a need to channel it into action. You may have extra energy or be more alert than usual or be aware of a sense of increased sensual or sexual energy. Um, this can allow you to access the richness of your soul. Womb work, sexual energy work, all of it. This is the deepest work we can do in our human bodies. When we're not expressing ourselves sexually, our spiritual potential can become tamed or muted. So if you're denying yourself a desire, ask yourself how you can fulfill it. Ask Sir Nunos to help you access your sexual self so you can express it with integrity and in a way that honors your soul. And then, and then your safe protection is around you. The worst is behind you and you're ready to move beyond the challenges set out for you. You no longer need to build up walls around your heart. It's safe to trust what you feel and who's in your life today. So obviously these were also coming out in reaction to what I was saying. I mean, I'm like looking at these cards and I'm like, yeah, they're super related to what I was saying. But they're also for you. If you made it this far in this video, thank you. Or audio, however you're listening, however you're receiving, thank you. These cards are for you too. And I hope that they help you connect into whatever it is you need to connect into. And thank you for hearing the story. This has been 
an activation of power to share. So I'm activating my voice and power sharing it and you are activating yours by hearing it. And however way that works for each of us, but that is, that's the message of it. And if you are interested in joining the womb school, I will have links and everything for that. There are several subscription options. So you can get one-on-one -on -one support or you can just be in the group, whatever feels best to you. So I will share all of that. And yeah, I think our container can close here. I'm just gonna thank the spirits, the energies, the elements that have held this space and kept it protected and safe and allow it to close. Thank you, thank you. And just inviting all of us to close down. We're so connected, we're so loved. I'm so grateful for you and for listening to this whole story. And I'm excited to be back, fully ready to be seen and share this medicine, this deep, deep medicine, this womb medicine, the shamanic medicine that I have been learning and embodying and being initiated into with the world so, so deeply. There's no more partial sharing. This is, we're back for the full stuff and it's gonna be, you know, how I was sharing and healing and showing up before. I mean, this is infinitely more powerful. So I can't wait. All right. Sending you love, and gratitude, blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. <sighs>